0: The Chicago Tylenol murders were a series of poisoning deaths resulting from drug tampering in the Chicago metropolitan area in 1982. The victims all were taken Tylenol brand acetaminophen capsules that have been laced with potassium cyanide. Seven people died in the original poisoning and there were several more deaths of subsequent copycat crimes. You're listening to a Tylenol-laced episode of Clapped by Fire. You're listening to Clapped by Fire.
1: Hello, welcome. I'm Kai Maxwell, your host or co-host or or, uh, holy hell, I can't even think today. Shad Ebs and John Peterson, and you are listening to Clap By Fire. If you're new here, welcome. So <laughs> Okay. <you> <clears throat> to start off, I'm, I'll am i just go first, guys. Oh, my gosh. Okay, I went to a concert yesterday, a heavy metal concert. We went and saw The Devil Wears Prada, August Burns Red, and actually this really cool band I've never heard of. They're definitely going to be going on my following list. It's called Bleeding Within. They're from the UK and it was pretty cool. they just get up there and, you know, scream and do their song. And then they'd be like, hello, Wankers. Thank everyone for coming. It's a blessing to be in America. <laughs> you know, they start screaming again and you like, it's just funny that when, uh, when they start singing, their accent would just go completely away. So it's like you had no idea they were, you know, had this like crazy UK accent. It's absolutely beautiful, by the way. I freaking love people that have, the, have that accent. Second is pretty cool, dude. Uh, if you look on the Instagram story, uh, okay, so I managed two different Instagram accounts. So I intentionally did not mean to post on the clap Instagram page, but then again, I was like, yeah, yeah you'd see some cool shit whatever. It's kind of cool, dude. There's like uh people in wheelchairs crowd surfing and just like like it was a war zone, dude. Like my I'm a big guy. I'm 6'1. <coughs> you know. 280 pounds, I was freaking a uh, lineman in football, and, um, you know, just, I know how to, I know how to get my stand, but, dude, this was a war, bro, every band, the wall of death, um, just crazy mosh pits, and it's just like, you can only protect yourself so much, I've been punched, kicked in the ribs, like, I'm losing my voice, there's just, dude, like, it was, it's so much fun, but it is literally a war zone, dude, <laughs> and it just... Oh, it just makes me think that nothing i don't think anything in today's world can compare to like what war was back in the day you know back in the day you'd like run forward with your shield and your sword and you're like you know that's pretty much what it is except for you don't have weapons it's literally a battlefield people are just like fighting for their lives like (laughs) luckily the paramedics or no one showed in so like no one got hurt but you know i I, so many do there's people that like they just get a fights. The dude just decked the dude in the face. He just, like, knocked out cold. Some dude to like, drag him to the sidelines. And they just keep going. Like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, my hell. Oh, sounds like an epic <laughs> night, man. Yeah, it was, uh, it was about, like, uh, four or five shots of uh, some whiskey in. had, you know, 805, some Budweiser, some Blue Moon. Pretty much hungover as fuck right now. So I hope that I can contribute... To today's episode. Um, okay, now I'm going to go through some stuff in the news right now. <laughs> just had to tell you about my own experience, so you guys know. John John didn't hear the first part when we were chatting earlier. <laughs> <coughs> so uh, there's actually a case that I've been following up in northern, northern uh, Utah. Where they just caught a guy and they charged him. Brenner, 59, with the... Uh, the the first degree murder of the oh my gosh what's his name Dylan just lost my freaking spot my phone there's a, so there's a kid in northern Utah that went missing and he's been missing for like four months now and uh, you know nobody knows where he is nobody knows what happened to him uh, the police came in and did an investigation oh it's it's Dylan Rounds. He went missing in uh, Lucent, Utah on May 25th of 2022. He's been missing a long time. If you look into the keys, pretty much, uh, you know, where he lived, There's like a bunch of fields and stuff, and he just disappeared one day, had no idea where he was, and um, they were able to find his shoe on a nearby road. They they found his shoe uh, just off the side of the road, on this road that was where, where he was last located. And he's been missing ever since, but they, they caught a guy and, uh, I might be doing an episode on it pretty soon, but it's just, it's pretty interesting how there's just nothing, 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 nothing. And all of a sudden, you know, the FBI and the police are like, Hey, we got the guy. And then they charge him and it's like, Whoa, Whoa, Whoa. Like what evidence did you have? How did you find him? So it's pretty interesting. (coughs) That's crazy. Oh, and then, uh. I think sean should go over this but uh in the news there's a lot of people saying that the water in eagle mountain safe what do you know about this sean
2: <laughs>
1: so uh yeah
2: about a week ago or so they came out and said that you know the water out here uh tastes like crap and i'll admit it has been tasting a little funny uh apparently they shut down one well went to another well and opened it up and it's caused a lot of people to get sick um a lot of people are having a diarrhea, um, just feeling nauseous, you know, um, and it smells funny. Some people have gone ahead and done chemical analysis on the water, and they're saying that it is way heavy on heavy metals right now.
1: Um, so, yeah, try heavy not to metals. drink the water. <laughs> Shouldn't, right. Isn't that supposed to be checked before they switch over the water supply? Yeah. And then another question for you is how in the hell – is Eagle Mountain running off a well? There's way too many people out there to be drinking just from one well. That seems a little...
2: From my understanding, we get, like, our water brought in from the west from a couple of wells that are out there. Like, we don't do runoff out here, which is weird, uh, considering how we have so many mountains around us. But, yeah. Um I peed so, yeah. in the
1: well. I peed in the well. Not just joking. Don't, just not drink sh- the water, man. <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs>
2: uh, I don't know. It's it's definitely something going on. I know my family, uh, my kiddos, and everybody just got done with it, like being super sick. We went out and bought a whole bunch of water from Costco just to try and supplement it. And yeah, it's, it's not been a good time for anybody around here. So, us uh, so know that
0: got brought up in uh, the group message um, yesterday, and Sean's response was epic. It's like the rest of my family got sick, but all I do is drink beer. So I'm not really <laughs> affected. It was, it was a Garrett response. Uh,
1: thanks. Uh. <clears throat> okay, then the last thing for me today uh, from other stuff I was reading in the news. Um, I saw an article yesterday that was posted by ABC. That uh, a man in Utah robbed a bank and he only stole one dollar and he's going to federal prison for it. So uh, why'd you do it, buddy? <laughs> just one dollar, <laughs> dude. I'll send you the article. So like, I, I don't want
2: it all. Just just that one right there.
1: Just <laughs> stole That's, one I, effing dollar. But he. Stole I saw it. one.
0: Yeah, I saw one quick thing about that, and he actually did it so he could go to prison.
1: Why did he want to go to, why do you want to go, why would you want to go to prison? Why? Uh, Three hots in a cot, free free education system, you know. There's, There's gangs in there. Your booty hole <laughs> might be stretched a couple inches before you leave that place. Yo, I got a, I got an inappropriate joke right now. You guys want to hear it? I love those.
0: <laughs>
1: okay. Yeah, you know, I'm just in the mood today. Like I said, I'm like super fucking hungover. So, you know, I'm just going to go for it. <laughs> so what happens is this guy gets caught selling drugs. And uh what happens is the judge uh says, "Hey, I'm going to sentence you to jail, but uh, I'll reduce your sentence if you can convince other people not to do drugs." And so this kid, this guy goes out and uh he convinces like tons and tons of people to quit doing drugs. And uh the judge is like, "This is awesome. I should keep doing this." And uh so there's the other guy, he gets caught and uh the judge is like, "Hey, this other guy's doing super well." He's getting a lot of people to stop quitting drugs, and so I'm going to give you the same offer um, if you can get a lot of people to qu- quit doing drugs. And uh, if you can do it, then we'll reduce your sentence. So the two guys come back to um, the judge, and uh, the 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 second guy, the guy that uh, was, was given the offer the second time, uh, he says, Judge, I, I, I'm not going to get my sentence reduced. I wasn't able to convince anybody to quit doing drugs and she's like well, why what did you do and he's like well i drew i drew a big circle and a small circle and i told people i said this is your brain before drugs and this is your brain after drugs and no one no one believed me so i i guess i'm going to have to give my full sentence so the judge is like hey okay you know you're going to you're going to jail boom 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 this other guy got a shit ton of people to quit doing drugs like tons and tons and tons and so uh he goes before the judge and the judge is just like how'd you do it? How'd you get all these people to quit doing drugs? And he's like, It's simple. I drew two circles. I drew a big circle and a small circle. And I told people, I said, This is your butthole before prison, and this is your butthole after prison. <laughs> 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 okay, that's my uh, that's my humor of the day. <laughs> yeah,
2: that works. That's epic. <laughs> Holy hell. <laughs>
1: uh okay well i'm headed to the talk and stick to someone else now <laughs> <laughs> uh, sean
2: you got I, any I, news i don't really have anything too much uh i did overhear that a or a bill was signed in uh basically both parties of legislature want to ban tiktok in america because they think that it is a security risk that's uh you know china will get our information or whatnot but i gotta be honest man like does it really matter if they send nukes over like where they're shooting like you know what i mean like (laughs) oh there's more people using tiktok over here so let's blow up this area you know I i don't understand like why they're you know trying to ban it but i think it's a little ridiculous
1: I'm going to be honest with you. I don't like TikTok. Um, I've heard a lot of people say that just kind of like Pokemon Go is the Chinese people or the Chinese government, they design these games. So Pokemon Go supposedly, like the theory is, is uh, people were supposed to get out, take pictures of stuff and walk around and it was supposed to map out pretty much America. So all that information would be sent back to the, the creators that made it in China And uh, supposedly it's like the same thing with TikTok. TikTok is like when you post a video, you're sending like your IP address. And uh, just how you create and send videos is able to like kind of like map out areas. And so they're able to get all this information. TikTok also in the fine print, it tracks a lot of like what you're using on your phone, um, a lot of your background information. So I can see why they say it's a security risk, but if it's a security risk, Like, why didn't you stop it in the beginning? Why have you allowed it to happen for so long? You know what I mean? That's what I don't understand. Another thing that I've heard is that China's TikTok and our TikTok are
2: two very different things. For example, like, they censor theirs to the point where like, they're not allowed the stupid, funny videos that, you know, that America does or the dull, drooling shit that we do out here. They're all about education and and arts and stuff like that. So if you want to create a video over in China, it has to be something that's, you know, uplifting and educational, blah, blah, blah. Out here, it's you know, watch how many times this dude gets kicked in the nuts, and we, you know, (laughs) we love it. So it's kind of like, almost feels like a, a, I don't know, making us dumb compared to them, you know, sort of thing. But
1: I agree, but also too, like, I I don't like TikTok, Um, and I'm going to tell you the reason why real fast. So, uh, if you get on my TikTok, I only have like 800, 800 followers, but I don't know. I pretty seriously was like, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna post like five times a day, yada, yada, yada. I've had videos that have had like hundreds of thousands of views, but you have to understand TikTok, like it, there's so many people, like TikTok says, you know, you can look at it, it goes away, it looks at it. You know, it the exposure is so fast that if you say one thing wrong or make fun of something that offends someone, Dude, you're going to have a thousand people in your your, your, your chat or your uh, inbox. They're going to tell you, to like, go kill yourself. Delete your account. You suck at life. I made a video making fun of Battlefield and Call of Duty. You know how many pissed off Call of Duty and Battlefield people I got in my chat telling me I was a fat, ugly piece of shit and I should kill myself? Hundreds and thousands of people, dude. So I, I, I kind of use TikTok with a grain of salt. It's uh, I don't know. Maybe 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 China's tracking us, but I just I personally don't even post on there anymore because of I've had so much freaking hate mail from people, and it's it's scary because like you post a video and then it, your phone's just like beep 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 beep, you think your phone's gonna blow up, and you just have hundreds of people like you suck, you don't like Call of Duty, screw you. Look,
0: when I sent that to you, you know I meant it. So don't don't you dare make fun of those games online again dude I'm I'll, a... I'll, I'll sell those angry emails every single day just just don't make fun of what i like okay
1: <laughs> john if call of duty makes a map a multiplayer map that on the map it quite literally draws a penis i'm going to make fun of it online okay <laughs> i i have one of those just just saying i'm going to make fun of it if you draw it on the map and it looks just like it and kids play this game and i'm gonna you know i'm gonna make fun of it just saying <laughs> <laughs> you weren't allowed to point that out that's why i wrote you those angry emails oh uh, interesting yeah ban tiktok i don't care <laughs> all right
2: yeah that's all i got so what you got johnny
0: nothing I, I did see the dollar um robbery um thing a little bitch i already brought that up but yeah i think it was just the food and a bed and i wasn't sure if he was homeless or wanting to get away but yeah he went in said he wanted all the robbed it and i just wanted to get arrested
1: Last week's episode uh Sean was saying that uh that uh Epstein said that his bed wasn't soft. So the question is is like is it re- is that bed really worth it you think? Like how how shitty is a prison bed, do you guys think? Is I mean. it better is it better than being homeless? <laughs> like in all honesty, is it better than being homeless or is it is it just a really shitty bed that's like what what if you're like, "Oh, I want this bed," and then you get in there and it's it's harder than the cement slab you're sleeping on?
2: Oh man, I do know. You know they do offer. You know tax dollars pay for your food, pay for education in there. Like, and it, uh, although there's gangs and you know lots of anal sex, I'm sure sometimes it's probably safer than being on the streets. So,
1: interesting. Well, well, I don't plan on. <laughs> I don't
2: plan on trying to find it out. So, <laughs> oh, darn. John, I already volunteered you, bro. Like, we'll be there right around 3, so... Oh, man. I Why isn't points. there a
1: YouTuber that sneaks into jail and just bees in jail for a day and then sneaks out? Like, come on. We're in 2023. It's totally possible.
0: <laughs> What's uh, that? I don't want to sneak in either.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll take my chances out here. Wait. Do you guys know that YouTuber? His name's like Eric or, Eric or something? Nah, He's, I don't really
2: watch YouTube that much,
1: man. He snuck into like uh Dan Bargellian. I can't even pronounce his freaking name. He snuck into like the Super Bowl, he snuck into uh like Logan Paul's boxing match. He's like this dude that he gets online, he 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 photoshops these like fake VIP things, and mm-hmm. then he sneaks in, tells you about it, and then leaves, and then <clears throat> the people that he like sneaks into, they always send him like cease and desist letters, like stop doing this, his the illegal is His name, his name, I think his name's like Eric or something. Huh. No, I haven't seen it at all, man. That sounds interesting though. Okay. Well, let's get into today's topic. So uh Johnny Boy, take it away.
2: All right.
0: So on September twenty eighth, nineteen eighty two, a twelve year old Mary Kellerman was hospitalized after consuming a capsule of extra-strength Tylenol. She died the next day. On September 29th, six other individuals consumed um, contaminated Tylenol, including Adam Janus, Stanley Janus, Teresa Janus, who were took uh, the Tylenol from a single bottle. All six of the Januses, Mary McFarlane, Paul Prince and Mary Reiner would ultimately die from their consumption.
1: I took time this this morning to kill my headache. Just so you know, you're kind of making me second guess myself. I say, just watch out for the symptoms.
0: (laughs) So the, I tried to investigate the, um, wanted to investigate the Janus's death. Um, Nurse Helen Jensen, Arlington Heights' only public health official, visited the Janus household and discovered the Tylenol bottle within a company receipt indicating that it had been purchased that same day. Noticing that there were six pills missing, she turned the bottle over to investigator Nick Paisos and reported her suspicions that it had been related to the Janus's death. Paisos called Dr. Edmund Donahue, Deputy Chief Medical Examiner for Cook County, who suspected that cyanide may have been the culprit, um, he asked uh, Panis to smell the bottle. When Pisos smelled an almond-like scent, Donahue asked the county's chief toxicologist, Michael Schaefer, to test the capsules. And Schaefer's team determined that each of the remaining 44 capsules from the Janus bottle nearly three times the amount of fatal fatal cyanide. The investigators noticed that Janus Bottle and the Kellerman Bottle, which by chance had been inventoried by paramedics, had come from the same lot. Authorities held the press conference advising the public not to take Tylenol for the time being, and Johnson & Johnson issued a recall for Tylenol, from the lot mc2880 and but tainted bottles from other lots were discovered for example the pills in mary mcfarland's possession were traced from lot 1910 and 2738 and so the recall expanded to cover those lots and any other bottles of Extra strength capsules Purchased from the Chicago area. And it was the largest pharmaceutical recall ever. They got got sued, right?
1: Did did they get sued for that?
0: There was a lot of lawsuits that were involved. A lot of stuff was uh, done out of court. Um,
1: uh, No, they're just... Sending out a pill that that literally will kill you within just a few hours, though? I feel like that's... uh... Yeah, I feel like that's a, a lot of money <laughs> Definitely a lot of money involved
0: in this. So, in efforts to reassure public, Johnson and Johnson, the manufacturer of Tylenol, distributed warnings to hospitals and distributors and halted Tylenol production and advertising. After other incidents like strychnine added to Tylenol bottles in California and nationwide recall of Tylenol products were issued on October 5th, 1982. An estimated 31 million bottles were in circulation, with a retail value of over $100 million, equivalent to $281 million today. The company also advertised in the national media for individuals not to consume any of its products that contain acetaminophen after it had been determined that that only these capsules have been tampered with. Johnson & Johnson also offered to exchange all Tylenol capsules already purchased to the public for the solid tablets. So that's just kind of crazy that they... Biggest recall at $281 millions in today today's money. It's kind of insane. So the that's Tainted Capsules... Oh, yeah. The tainted capsules were found to have been manufactured in two different locations in Pennsylvania and Texas, suggesting that the capsules were tampered with after the product had been placed on store for the shelves. The police hypothesis was that someone had taken bottles off the shelves in local stores of the Chicago area, placed uh, placed potassium cyanide in some of those capsules, and placed the packages back on the store shelves to be purchased by unknowing customers. In addition to five bottles that were um, that led to the victim's death, a few other contaminated bottles were later discovered in the Chicago area. In early 1983, at the FBI request, Chicago Tribune columnist Bob Green published the address. And save locations for the first, so the youngest victim, Mary Kellerman, uh, they purchased (coughs) where she was buried. Um, The story is written by the Kellerman family consent and proposed to the FBI. um, uh, Was proposed by the FBI criminal Analyst John Douglas on the theory that the perpetrator might visit the house or gravesite if he were made aware of their locations.
1: So we have a murder on our hand,
0: right? Possibly. I put my tinfoil hat on right now. Yeah, so we'll go in later on. There's actually no no convictions for this crime. And so, like during the locations, they put where the grave site was and where her house was. And uh, both sites were kept under 24 hour video surveillance for months. Um, They thought this one of the killer would visit the grave or visit the house, but no one ever showed up. A surveillance photo of Paula Prince purchasing cyanide tamper Tylenol at the Walgreens on 1601 North Wells Street in Chicago was released by the Chicago Police Department. Police believe that the bearded man seen just a few feet behind Prince was the killer. I think it's now now probably a good time to take um, a quick break for our Sponsors.
1: Did you enjoy the clap by fire intro? Do you want to play some of the best apps and mics out there but are broke as a joke just like me? Check out MidnightAudioImpulses.com where you can purchase impulse response in digital speakers. This allows you to still shred that expensive amp for a fraction of the price. Plug in your guitar to your computer and bam, you sound just like your favorite bands. Instead of forking out cash for expensive cabinets, it's a plug and play clap by fire podcast has an exclusive offer for you at checkout. If you use code clapped in all caps, you can get 25% off your purchase again at checkout. Use code clapped in all caps for 25% off your purchases. Again, go check out midnight audio impulses.com. Do you love telling stories and want your voice to be heard? Check out anchor.com anchor is a free program with built in features. that allows you to record and edit on the go. This allows you to get your content out there fast and easy and stress-free. Did I forget to mention it's 100% for free? Anchor's website being super user-friendly allows you to create an account in less than five minutes. Start creating today 100% for free. Check out anchor.com.
0: During the initial investigation, a man named... James William Lewis was accused of sending a letter to Johnson and Johnson demanding 1 million dollars to stop the cyanide induced murders. Once upon his arrest Lewis told authorities how the person behind the attacks may be affected the that may have affected the killing by buying Tylenol adding cyanide to the bottles then returning them to the store shelves. Lewis was also found to have previously possessed a poisoning book, and according to the confidential law enforcement document, his fingerprints were discovered on pages related to cyanide. Lewis denied being responsible for the poisonings, but he admitted to writing the letters, which he said he had worked on for three days. During the trial, his attorney claimed that Lewis intended only to focus the attention on the authorities, on his wife's former employer, Lewis was convicted of extortion and sentenced to ten years in prison. in In prison, in two thousand seven, authorities determined that the letter. Um, letter. Just lost my place. In two thousand seven, authorities determined that the letter had an October first, nineteen eighty two postmark. Meaning that if Lewis's three-day timeline was accurate, those would have begun. He would have begun working on the letter three days prior to the first news reports concerning the poisoning. Confronting, confronted with this information, Lewis recanted his timeline. Court documents released in early 2009 show Department of Justice investigators included Lewis was responsible for the poisoning, despite the fact that they did not have enough evidence to charge him. In January 2010, both Lewis and his wife submitted DNA samples and fingerprints to authorities. Lewis says that if if the FBI plays it fair, they won't have anything to worry about. DNA samples did not match any DNA recovered
1: on the bottles. So I've I've got a question real fast. Yeah, go ahead. So, me and Sean decide to start decide to uh, start a little chocolate company. Okay, and uh, John gets jealous, right? So, John starts buying some of our chocolate and then poisoning people. If you think about it, like, how many businesses or how easy would it be to shut down a business for tampering of someone's product? You know what I mean? Because once you instill in people the fear that there's poison in it. I feel like that extremely will forever hurt the company. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Even though Tylenol may be safe now, I guarantee you after this happened, multi, you know You know what I mean? It's like it, it, people are dying from taking Tylenol. I would never take Tylenol ever again. Yeah,
2: there would definitely be a stigma around it. That's for sure.
0: Yeah, it definitely hurt their business for a lot of years. And there's been a, a lot of copycats when it came to, to this, after everything went down.
1: So John, long story short, if we start a little uh, chocolate company, you're in on it. We don't want anybody, uh, you know, with shade poisoning our chocolate. Okay. I don't know if I'd
0: go poison. I don't really want, you know, the people you're selling your chocolate to to die. Um, Maybe I'll put like uh, some kind of um, rat feces around the facility or, uh, you know, just get you shunned shut down by the health (laughs) inspector. (laughs) no uh, no one has to no one has to die
1: for these uh for, for my jealousy why don't you say that out loud sean jeez <laughs> if we started <clears throat> dude that that's like copying mr b so you can't say that
2: right that's why i didn't so you know
1: we're <laughs> we're a, we're a or, big fan of the d's nuts chocolate bars just so everyone knows <laughs> d's nuts <laughs> Yeah, I, I wouldn't put nuts on chocolate. I just feel like it would,
0: uh, it would melt it away, and then I'd, <laughs> I'd, I'd want to lick it off, but I can't. I'm not a contortionist. Uh, too much. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> so Lewis continues to deny, to deny the responsibility for the poisoning to this day. Police also investigated a second man, Roger Arnold. A dock worker in Jewel Osco told officers that he had possessed potassium cyanide uh, to the bar owner, Marty Sinclair, whose establishment Arnold frequented frequented. reports Arnold. uh, He reported Arnold to the police saying that Arnold had had discussed killings, killing people with a white powder and had become increasingly erratic after his marriage had dissolved. Arnold had work with Reiner's father at a warehouse and Arnold's wife had been treated to the hospital across the street from the store in which Reiner bought the cyanide lace pills. A Copy of poor man's James Bond, which contained instructions on making potassium, potassium cyanide was found at Arnold's home. Arnold had held at was held several times by the police, but never charged. In the summer of 83 arnold staking john stanisha for sinclair shot and killed stanisha so because the uh, one guy uh, reported him to the police uh, he got out of jail and uh, tried to kill him but it was the wrong man
1: quick question for you what's this uh, cyanide stuff you said it's a powder is it uh, is it like a heavy metal or
0: i uh, just cyanide um very deadly i think it comes in powder form i think that's what it comes in
1: what do you know like what it's uh like what is it found like do they put it in stuff or like is it
0: i'm not sure where it comes from i just know that it, it's gone back centuries um for being known to kill people
1: Okay, so, so yeah. probably some, like, World War Two shit, you know. Uh... I think it was actually older
0: than that. I'm, it's a remnant of something. Um, I don't know if I really want to do the research to figure out where it's coming from, just in case you guys uh, have some kind of cyanide poisoning, and they look into my laptop and, and find that I tried to search
1: it up. Breaking so, news. <laughs> the Clap by Fire so... podcast did a poisoning, and uh, one of the members has died. <laughs> we don't want that man okay I just, I just curious I just I just curious thought I'd ask you know.
0: oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah so he killed the wrong guy it was a, a computer consultant and a father of three who was leaving in the bar uh, with multiple friends Arnold was convicted of the killing in January 84 he served 15 years of his 30-year sentence for a 2nd degree murder saying in 1996 from prison, I killed a man, a perfectly innocent man. I had choices. I could have walked away. Um, He died in 2008, and in 2010, Arnold's body was exhumed so that the femur bone could be removed um, for DNA testing. Arnold's DNA did not match the DNA samples discovered on the bottle. So, Lori Dunn, who poisoned and shot a number of people in 1988 rampage in and around Winnika, Illinois, was briefly considered as a suspect as well, but no direct connections were found. So, after all this happened, um, the news it was covered. Worldwide on the news and actually got a lot of people to uh, think of ways to start uh, killing people with Tylenol. So there's a lot of copycats. Um, hundreds of copycat attacks involved Tylenol. Other over-the-counter medications and other products also replaced around the United States immediately following the Chicago deaths. So three more deaths occurred in 1980. 86 from tampering with the gelatin capsules. A woman died in Yonkers, New York after ingesting extra strength Tylenol capsules laced with cyanide. Excedrin capsules in Washington state were tampered with resulting in the deaths of Susan snow and Bryce nickel from cyanide poisoning and eventual arrest and conviction of Bruce Nichols, wife Stella Nichols from her intentional actions in the crime to both murders
1: that's such a shitty way to die dude like you think about it why do you take tylenol you have a headache um tylenol helps breaks fevers um you know so the just the thought of uh, you know you're not you feeling like shit so you're gonna pop some tylenol ends up killing you it's such a such a well-crafted way to kill someone and such a such, just a shitty way to die So
0: that just brought up a thing to my mind. What do you think um, during the commercials uh, when they were talking about Tylenol capsules? uh, You had that fine print. Uh, What do you think that was like around that time?
1: May contain. (laughs) (laughs) You
0: you, you want to have your headache gone. You want to have your body aches taken care of. Uh, But in the small notes being like, beware you might die of cyanide poisoning
1: so so quick question was ibuprofen out by like i i don't know nothing about ibuprofen either but you know some people like they you know if you you, there's other options but the question is during this time was there those other options or was it like tylenol or nothing
0: well it was there was still all the options so the ibuprofen um you also had all the other um companies that did some kind of acetaminophen but it looks like the ones around that time were um on the Tylenol from uh, Johnson and Johnson is what what it was so there's still all the other stuff on the shelves
2: that can do it so interesting enough I just kind of looked this up just real quick while we were talking about everything you know there's like four different forms of uh, cyanide actually there's sodium cyanide potassium cyanide hydrogen so- cyanide and cyanogen cyan- chloride and um they can come in solids liquids and gases and uh apparently like if you get poisoned by one of these things like you're going to experience weakness nausea confusion headache difficulty breathing seizures loss of consciousness and even cardiac arrest and uh it really all depends on like how much you were exposed to the type you know what i mean um but right before you die you have difficulty breathing Seizures, loss of consciousness, and then cardiac arrest, including, like, froth- frothiness at the mouth, like, all sorts of stuff. But, interesting enough, like, us as people, we produce this in our system. And, like, when you breathe out, you actually have traces of cyanide in your breath. So, kind of an interesting fact. So, there you go. Oh,
1: Aw, so smart. Still sounds like a really shitty way to die. <laughs> Yeah, no bueno. Yeah. You've got a fever, you pop the pills, now you're uh you know, your body's just shutting down on you. You're having tr- trouble breathing, just slowly suffocating to death. Sounds like a like a perfect way to murder someone, but sounds like a just a really really ch- shitty way to go. Like Nazis in World War II would actually uh have one of their teeth
2: removed and put a fo- fake tooth in, and they would literally bite that thing. It was full of cyanide if they ever got caught instead of being like uh tortured and whatnot for information, they would just commit suicide by biting the cyanide tablet in half and, and dying right there.
1: How many of those people accidentally bit it and uh, died even before, you know? You know I <laughs> thought the same damn thing. You're running <laughs> and you just, like, you're, like, running you just, like, eat shit, accidentally bite it, and it's like, oh, there goes Fred. <laughs> Sitting there eating yeah.
2: dinner with your family and, like, you know, cooking up a duck or, you know, something, like, biting to a BB and, like, oh, shit, I accidentally eat a peel. <laughs> that will be all good to die.
0: You know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just thinking, I've thought about that before. I was like, well, what if this guy had like a uh, beef jerky, you know? It's going to be tough. You know, it's going to jar your teeth, teeth loose. Feel pops like, out, yeah. <laughs> yeah, just like you said, eating dinner with your family is just like, well, yeah, that food was delicious. <laughs> and, you know, and then start dying. And the wife's just like, well, 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 I thought my food was good.
1: You know what come to think of it I'm thinking it wasn't there a serial killer That lived in California that had like the Doomsday bunker and when he got Caught by police at a gas station he pulled Out a bottle of cyanide and just chugged it I don't know I didn't hear that you know you know the the Military dude that would uh, Kidnap girls and use them as like Just the sex thing and then He had like a bunker underground that he made And he would burn the victims You, You know who I'm talking about the doomsday guy can't think of his name at the moment. Yeah, so many of them out there. Pretty sure pretty okay, I can't remember the guy's name, but there's one dude, yeah, killed like him and his him and his buddy would kill women and they would they they made this doomsday bunker telling people that they were planning for like the second coming of Christ, but yet they used this bunker as like a prison for women that they would kidnap. And then he later got caught at a gas station and when, before they caught him, I think he pretty I'm pretty sure he pulled out cyanide and chugged that shit for before they got him and they ended up dying in handcuffs so geez man that shitty way to
0: go bro Uh, sounds like it so the uh, the ones that were tested the capsules that were tested they all had three times the lethal dose in there so even though it's three times the lethal dose you're thinking a small little Tylenol capsule damn it doesn't take a lot no for it to to do that
1: so one dose will kill you correct yeah. So three doses is really just fucking you up is what it's doing. Absolutely. Okay.
0: <laughs> so the same year, Procter and Gambles and Capron was recalled after a spiking hoax in Chicago and Detroit that resulted in um, a big sales drop um, and the withdrawal of the pain reliever from the market. So there was just a hoax saying the stuff was spiked, and uh, the Procter & Gamble's in Coptron was uh, pretty much removed from the market just because they didn't want any kind of big, massive scandal like the Tylenol, Tylenol had, all because someone had a hoax. So they lost millions of dollars with that one. In 1991 in Washington State, Kathleen Deniker... And Stanley McWhorther killed in two cyanide-tainted boxes of Sudafed. And Jennifer Maling went into a coma for a similar poisoning, but recovered shortly thereafter. Jennifer's husband, Joseph Mayling, was convicted of numerous charges in the federal Seattle court regarding the deaths of Denkirk and mcwarthur and the attempted murder of his wife who was abused during you know, abused during the mailing's marriage mailing was sentenced to life in prison and lost the appeal after retrial. So this is the one this little part thing that was that I was thinking of when you brought up the um, the Koch murders um, and other people died. That one that was the story that I was thinking of. So Joseph mailing wanted to kill his wife. Went to the store, got a bunch of uh, a few boxes of Sudafed and tampered with those. And uh, a few other people died. But his wife actually did survive, which, uh, and then he got sentenced to life in prison. And uh, he's still there to this day. All the appeals have been denied. So that was the one that I was thinking of um, during the Coke murders that I thought I knew. In 1986, the University of Texas student Kenneth Burris was found dead in his apartment after succumbing to cyanide poisoning, tampering, and a sin. Capsules were determined to be the source of the cyanide found in his body. His death was ruled a homicide on May 30th, 1986, On June 19th, 1986, the AP reported that Travis County Medical Examiner ruled his body a likely suicide. FDA determined he obtained the poison from the lab in which he worked. So he actually tried killing himself and making it a big story. Um, And that he was killed by the Anacin capsules where he actually ended up committing suicide just to kill himself and tried to frame a company for it. Overall, no one has been charged for these crimes. There have been many suspects, but there have been insufficient evidence to put anyone else behind bars. So on those notes, that's what I've taken on those. Um, that was back in 1982. There was also another one back in 19... or. Er, also in 1986, there was a stream of 11 murders um, due to the cyanide. So they actually shut down a bunch of um, factories, recalled again. They did a lot of testing in the factories as well and um, tried to find all the stuff that was tampered with. And. Um, Still no. Nothing's been done. FBI came in and did test on the seals, and Alan all got with them. They said that it was done outside of it. After the FBI did their investigations, they actually found out that the poisonings were due to someone in the factory doing with it before the seals got put onto it. Overall, I mean, there was a lot of Johnson and Johnson trying to. Save a lot of money. by trying to squash these accusations. They were done in the factory. Uh, FBI comes back through, says that the um, it was done in the factory, but everything else was kind of shut down. More than likely because big pharma has a lot of money. It didn't go as public as it did the first time, and a lot of those inf- a lot of that information was never actually brought to light. So. Overall, um, the Tylenol murders have been clapped.
1: That's crazy. We don't know who the frick it is. Did so? So, John, did 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 they just like stop, or did they just like continue to have issues with them?
0: So, for what I got out of all this was, it was shut down a plant that it, they do that the lot came from because each manufacturer or each plant has a different number of lots that they'll do and they'll send out. So they tried to track down which lot it came from, shut down that facility, do a lot of testing, do a lot of investigations, but they never found out anyone that did it. And it's just kind of is, it it's just a shit show. Um, but because it's a big, big pharma country co- company, so Johnson and Johnson had a lot of money to silence a lot of things. Um, from what I got out of it, is the families were paid off and well taken care of. A lot of lawsuits were, were filed. Um, But all the stuff was done pretty much out of court um, when it came to the numbers and the amounts. So it's, it's pretty insane. Uh, Happened two different times with Johnson and Johnson's Tylenol and um, found that the deals on the bottle were not tampered with. FBI did their investigations showing that, you know, it wouldn't be tampered with um, and getting the bottles from the houses of people who did die from it, they couldn't, you know, since they broke the the seal themselves, they could actually do some testing to see, all right, well, it wasn't broken around the seal. It was sealed tightly, you know, that kind of thing. So,
2: so most likely it was just a disgruntled employee that poisoned a whole bunch of people then, yeah?
0: Yeah, so there's uh, the first one. There was two different lots that found cyanide in it from two different factories. So either the one person that did it switched factories, or you know there are multiple people involved, disgruntled employees. You know, there's never actually been a lot of uh, answers. They tried to find out who did it. The only person that was really convicted for this, um. It wasn't actually for this. It was for the uh, writing the letter to the FBI and demanding a hundred or a million dollars. He tried to get money off of it, tried to. Huh.
1: So this is kind of a fucked a up, uh, fucked up way of thinking, but uh, <laughs> bear with me, gentlemen. Um, you know, you know how when people kill and murder and it supposedly gives them like this high. Can you imagine like, I, like I, I'm not trying to put myself in their shoes, but like, like th- these types of crimes are so interesting because, you know, these people commit these crimes, they never get held accountable. And not only that, it's like other people that get charged that don't even do the crime. So it's like, not only do they get a, a high, you know, tampering with the Tylenol, but they're also getting a high watching these other people's lives be ruined, getting charged for these crimes. And then they're getting their third high because they're never even getting caught for it. That's yeah, true. Oh, yeah.
0: Uh, no, It's it's just insane. I mean, you hear a bunch of stories about people walking back to the crime scene, seeing what they did, you know, big groups there. They're going to be there to visit. So they tried to put up a surveillance. That's why they put all that stuff out when the, uh, the youngest... Youngest person died. I think she was six. They put up all that surveillance and did it for a year, but no one ever came to visit. So I think that's what they were kind of thinking.
2: Thing is, is that the guy didn't need to come visit. Man, I'm sure they hit like national news and whatnot. You know, all he had to do was turn on his TV if he knew it was going down. Oh yeah. So.
1: And second, if you did all of this and you were never caught for it, then why didn't you act again? You know what I mean? Like a lot of the times, criminals they. You know, they get that high, they get that high, and they, you know, oh, I didn't get caught? And so it's like, you know.
2: Probably because they shut down the plant for a while and try and figure it all out. Shit got kind of close, probably.
0: Yeah, so there's some people talking online saying that um, so this originally happened in 1982, um, the first seven deaths, and then Tylenol had the same issue back in 1986. So people are thinking, all right, well, it could be an employee that worked with Elenol back in nineteen eighty two, works at a different plant now. Same kind of cyanide, the potassium cyanide. No. Yeah. No. Was it was it someone that worked there and switched factories? And uh why did it come back? Why was it the same poison? Why was it the same kind of issue? Kind of thing.
2: Damn.
0: And so for the longest time they actually stopped doing the um the Tylenol capsules, I think it was for like five or six years, they stopped doing the the capsules and all they would sell was the, um, the pills, the regular, um, Solid pills. even though the, the gel ones were, yeah, those, yeah, the gel capsules just because it was, it was more cost effective for them to do the capsules as opposed to the, uh, other pills. So, yeah, no, it's it was a crazy story. And just to find out that no one else had uh, been charged of the crime. Still the mystery to this day.
1: That's awesome. Great. great topic, John. Thank you so much. We appreciate it, man. Uh, next episode is going to be coming out on Sunday. It's going to be the history of The Legend of Zelda. Going to be nerding and geeking out a little bit. So uh, hope to see you there. Other than that, have a good rest of your day. We'll see you guys later. hey hey,
0: hey, listen listen what's that that was from zelda you jerk